State Big Takes. This is episode 66, opening take. Steve Scott, what do you got? Yo, yo, yo. Your kicks on Route 66. It's your first take here from your boy. I'm going to tell you, I already told, told Oliver and talked to this. Deontay Wilder would survive a few rounds with Mike Tyson if they were to fight in their prime. Uh, and I think if, you know what? Big take, if Deontay Wilder fucking connected on a fucking punch, he could knock Tyson out. How about that? How about that? How about that? I think Deontay Wilder... Yeah, you're going to upset the Twitter boxing community with that one. Yeah, you know what? Come and kill me. You know what? Deontay (laughs) (laughs) Wilder has the most vicious right fucking jab I've ever seen in my life. So there you go. Butte me. Don't care. All right. There you go. Yeah, I can't really comment. Uh, Gilly, you got a big take for me? Yeah, this is just bizarre, but just a thought I had. I really, I don't think in my lifetime I've ever felt like Christmas has moved this quickly before. Like, we are eight days away from Christmas, and it doesn't feel like it at all. I agree. Alarming to me. It's basically seven days. It's going to be a week tomorrow. That's just awful. That's, that's my, it's not really a big take other than just like a, I don't know. A taste of reality. It's coming. Yeah, our life's moving so so fast. What the fuck, man? Yeah, just slow down. You know, yeah. Oliver. Right up in the time machine, you freak. Yeah, quit living in the speed lane. Yeah, time to go commuter the fast lane. Like Royce to five nine. Living life in the Shout out Sosa. Save a song. Sosa always insisted on listening to that song in his Honda. That's his favorite rap song. Is that funny? Yeah, that's my big take. Who's next, Josh? Josh is next. Uh, my big take is I'm not going to have my fucking segment done in time. Because I'm Ooh. still pondering like five different albums to fit in the fifth slot. So We got a big old segment I, I just, coming. I just don't think I can do it. I think you can do it. You can do I it. just don't think so. I don't think so. Believe in yourself. That's the place to start. Other than that, I think the whole Brock Holt the Yankees rumor is bullshit. Yeah, I don't know why Safe threw that out there today. I googled Brock Holt Yankees and it was like this one Twitter account that had like three likes on the tweet. I don't know how that popped up on your timeline. I don't know. I saw it. Oh, interesting. Some Yankees content on Steve's timeline? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I, you know, I, I follow Max Wildstein. And yeah. He's a Yankee reporter. And, Re- uh, reporter. Well, what is he? What, what the fuck's he's his a, deal? He's a fucking Yankees Twitter personality. No, but he, he writes for like a website. Oh, does he? I had no idea. He's verified. Oh, you're telling us how about him? Yeah, because yeah, okay. yeah, I've never read a single thing written by him. Well, yeah, because you're not reading the Bleacher Report, whatever. Does he uh, work for Bleacher Report? Team. You don't know how they have like their little. Uh, each team has their own little. It's essentially it's more than a blog, but yeah, that type of idea. Okay. Oh, is he one of those? I'm sure he's, like, I'm sure he's one of those. To be honest, 
Okay. Sports sided or something. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. How do you get verified? I'm gonna ask. So you gotta so. apply. We, we need to get verified. That's the next fucking step here. In, okay. in the decade of small state big takes. Okay. That begins soon. <laughs> <laughs> Two more weeks. All right. So what's up, Oliver? What's your big fucking take? Uh, let's see. Ding, ding, ding. So many to choose from. Uh, I'm going to twist. I'm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go off. You know, we're going to have four different big take. Four different big take topics. <laughs> This morning. Let's go. This whenever you listen to this. This morning, baby. I think that the Atlantic ten will get four teams in the tournament this year. I like that. I think they're a strong division. Do you know Duquesne is one of the last four teams in the country undefeated? Granted they probably haven't played anybody, but still impressive nonetheless to win nine games in a row. (laughs) Crazy. I did not know that. George Mason's ten and one. Richmond's nine and one. Dayton's ranked thirteenth, and they they just won again tonight. VCU, they're gonna they're good. URI, obviously, just kicked the shit out of fucking Providence, who's getting their teeth kicked in tonight. By the way. Yeah, we Why need VCU so to do well. Yeah, well, I don't think they're gonna. I don't Suck know. so bad. I don't buy. It. Yeah, I don't. I mean, their big guys are good against. Teams like URI, but in the Big East, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah that, well, they're in trouble because they need to run the table, essentially. Yeah, basically. It's like more games than they ever have before. They're basically, have a chance. They're already basically at the point they need to win the Big East tourney now. Yeah. Or damn I mean, near, granted, damn though, they close have to way it. more chances than we do to play big teams and actually right. get wins, though. Yeah. That's why it's like, we probably need to, we need to be top three in the conference to, to have an at-large bid chance. Yep. And even then. One win against Dayton, shit like that. Davidson but. has surprised me that they are not playing well this year. I thought they were going to be really good. Yeah, I thought they would be where Day- uh, Dayton's at. Yeah. But. Anyways, there you have it. Big A-10 guy, obviously. And I have faith that the conference will do good this year. That being said, we have had some baseball news in the past week or so. We'll get to quick before we get to our... Top five albums of the decade. Okay. Um, Yowzer. The biggest news, I think, is pretty obvious. It's that uh, since then, Anthony Rendon signed with the Angels. Uh, Madison Bumgarner signed with the Diamondbacks. (coughs) Love it. Yep. I, I mean, I like both signings personally. And I'm just happy that... All of this stuff didn't happen at the beginning of March, like it has been the past few years. Hey, you're missing one big sign, Avisail Garcia to the Brewers. Yeah, I, cool. Dude, <laughs> it's more than cool. He's going to be a fucking tank. Oh, my God. Yellick? Oh, Fourth oh and Blake Swihart signed a minor league deal with the Rangers. Ooh, I did not know that. Yeah. That, that is e- awesome. That even got a Heyman tweet. That's how big the news that is. Let's go. Damn. Redemption tour. Um, do you guys, with all this with all this happening, do your opinions of the Angels change at all? Or the Diamondbacks? I don't really know what they're doing, even though I like the signing for, what was it, 5 and 95 for Mad Bum? Or 5 or 85? 
think five for eighty-five. Yeah, it's kind of a no-brainer to me if you're the Diamondbacks. I mean, yes, but it also doesn't make sense. They're just going to blow it up in two years anyway. Yeah, I know. They're going to do the same thing they did with Grinky. They'll try to win. They'll try to, you know, make some noise this year and next year. If it doesn't work, they'll trade them. Right. What a weird place to hit for him to end up. Apparently, that was his first option. I heard that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Oh, and how did, I don't know how I forgot this, but Kluber got traded for table scraps to the Rangers. Yeah, that was a disgrace. Yeah, I, I get that that's an interesting, like, reliever prospect that could be good, but come on. But you're trading two-time saying on Coley Kluber, and yeah, he's coming off an injury, but... No, I know. He's Corey fucking Kluber. Is he get, you can is get other... more. And to another, it's not even like, it'd be different to me if it was like to the NL... Where it's like, oh, okay, they're just trying to. They took less to send them away. <laughs> like, no, no, nope. it's not like divisional rival or anything. But still, very I, whack. I agree, it was pretty whack. Yeah, and, I'm not feeling it. and then we also still have the Lindor trade rumors, where the the Mookie Betts trade rumors are starting to pick up a little bit, although n- nothing too concrete on either of those guys. Um. It's kind of similar with Chris Bryant. The Nationals have been linked to him. Nationals have been linked to basically every third baseman on the market now that Rendon's gone. Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson. I think it sounds like the Nationals are going to get him for four years. Uh, Makes sense. Three or four years, I think I saw. Um, And that leaves Chris Bryant doesn't really have a trade partner at that point. Phillies. Yeah, Phillies are. Oh yeah, Phillies. That's right. I I keep forgetting they didn't pick up Franco's um, qualifying offer or whatever that they non-tendered him. I mean, so Mikel Franco's out there still too. Interesting. Bat. Yeah, I don't hate him. I take him on the fucking Paw Sox. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) The Paw Sox, yeah. 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 He'd be awesome as a Paw Sox. Oh my god. I hope they go all out and sign, like, the dopest guys for the last season as the Paw Sox. Oh, yeah. All these just, like, scrap heap dudes that are, like, ready to grind. Yeah. The pride of Rhode Island. Put it 160 games in Pawtucket. Did I, did I miss any uh, other moves that happened uh, in the past week? The, the fact that minor league baseball as a whole might cease to exist? I, I mean... What is going on with that? What, what's up with that? What's up with Rip Manfred? I think they're just having conversations about it. That it's not like it could be, could be on. How, I don't why? get why that would. Ha- like, it doesn't make sense to me. Was it gonna like? <clears throat> where's the minor gonna go? Like, what's what? What's well, the I think it would just be like all essentially like all independent, probably or something like that, and like just kind of treat that as development leagues in some degree, but like kind of not affiliated with Major League Baseball. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I don't think it's gonna happen either. I think Manfred is the worst GM. I mean, uh, whatever the fuck he is, uh, commissioner. I forgot the name. Commissioner, yeah. He's uh, not been great, and it sounds like that three batter minimum rule is actually going to be a thing. Yeah, yeah it's annoying. But there, I mean, there's so many loopholes, though. You can just fake an injury, you're fine. Yeah, I know. But the whole idea was it to pick up the pace of play, and it's basically going to do the exact opposite of that. I think. Or yeah, every, has, a, every has the potential rule. to not have any impact. Every little fucking rule this guy's made is 
gonna make the fucking game longer and more boring. She's stupid. Manfred's gotta go. He's gotta, he gotta focus on getting more teams interested in spending money and winning. Because you got teams like the Indians who have all this talent and have the potential to be good for so long. They've been good for three, four years. They have the potential to be even just as good, if not better, for even longer, and then their owners just cheap out on them. Imagine if they created a cap threshold. You have to spend X amount of dollars on your team. Yeah, you have a maximum, so you have a cap and a, and a minimum. That'd be the NBA does that. Yeah, they do? That's why Contavious Caldwell Pope made like $20 million for like <laughs> one year. Oh, that makes so much sense. That's kind of cool, actually. I like that. Luol Dang. That's yeah, Luol. Well, actually, Luol Dang. I think it was just a stupid contract, to be honest. <laughs> I think they genuinely were like, "You deserve this." <laughs> Tyler Johnson. Yeah, another stupid contract. Um, oh, JJ Redick actually is an example of that. Yeah, because he made he was like back to back, like eighteen million dollar deals with the Seventy Sixers because they had the cap space before they needed to use it on. And Bede and Simmons and shit. That's a cool idea. It's crazy money. Which is crazy. Because you have... The Yankees are paying Garrett Cole and Stanton alone this year more than the Orioles' projected payroll. I think it was the Orioles. It was some team's projected payroll, which is pretty nuts. I mean, back in the day, didn't A-Rod literally make more than the entire, like, Rays team? Right. It's just just silly. (laughs) And some teams, they're just always going to be like that until someone buys them. So, nothing... I mean, I say there's nothing you can really do, but a minimum spending threshold would be interesting. If, like, you made each team spend, you know, $130 million on their salaries, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. That make the league. I think that made the league more competitive, and less fifty, sixty win teams out there like we've been seeing the past couple of years. You make the rate pay somebody. I'm getting sick of them fucking cheaping out. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of pay Blake Snell. Kind of needed contract to extend fucking Blake Snell or uh, who's someone lamer, someone weird. Fucking. Austin Meadows. Yeah. I don't know. That's really the only other guy they have that's worth extending. Who's the uh, who's the chubby first baseman, dude? Choi? Yeah. <laughs> you mean Choi? Fuck yeah. Damn. Long term, baby. Um, do you guys have any gut reactions about Mookie right this second before we move on to our albums? Sadness. I don't believe any of it. Sadness. It just feels imminent that something's about to happen. Do you think it's more likely Mookie gets traded or mm-hmm. Price gets dumped? Price gets dumped. Um, I don't think so. I think it's more that Mookie gets dumped at this point, which is fucking crazy. But oh, yeah, we're living in hell. If Mookie, if Mookie gets traded, man, what the fuck is going on? Nothing makes sense. It's going to be sad, sad offseason. Going to be Nomar Garcia-Para all over again. And I don't know, like, every time I see a reliever signed, I just get mad. I'm like, Dylan Patances for one year, $10 million. What are you doing? He signed, did he? No, but that's what, the, oh, that's what he, they said he was looking for. 
Yeah, but at the same time, he's I I wouldn't be mad if they didn't sign him though, because he's not playing until like July or, Ju- or August, I think. Right? <laughs> oh, is he out why? that long? Okay. Yeah, he's he's good. He's still hurt. I know he got hurt again, but I didn't know he was like on a ten month rehab thing again. I'm pretty sure it's at least a like three months or something okay. like that. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you know, he's always got a fucking problem, doesn't he? The past year or so, he has. I think it's that long. I'll have to double check. Before that, he was pretty pretty damn durable. Anyways, that's enough doom and gloom about Red Sox because that's all there's there's to talk about right now. Mm-hmm. Um, let's. Do you guys want us any Patriots thoughts? I mean, it was kind of a boring game. Uh, Falcons game was fun though. Yeah, go on, fucking that win. Was, that was so cool for once. Christ. Right? Imagine if they did that in the Super Bowl. Wow. You'd have a Super Imagine Bowl. Imagine if they ran. <laughs> yeah, ran. Imagine if they uh, ran the ball on fourth down and then did the same thing. Imagine yeah. if they just ran QB sneaks on that drive and then they kicked the Imagine. field goal and won. Imagine if they just won the Super Bowl. That'd be crazy. <clears throat> then you'd have one Super Bowls. Yeah, one Super I mean, Bowls. that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> in an era filled with Patriots dominance, I'll take one Super Bowl. Fuck. So Matt Ryan, is he coming? What did he what? say? <laughs> Matt, what's going on? Is it not working that well? It no, just, like, it just like, out roboted out. Like, Fuck. terminated. Does, does Matt Ryan return next year? Yeah, probably, but I hope not. Who would you rather have, Dan Quinn or Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, Dan good Quinn's got to go. Good answer, good answer. Dan Quinn's got to go. It's a love to hate and hate to love Matt Ryan relationship. It's like yeah. literally both ends. So I love him. I also hate him. Remember that song? I hate how much I love you, girl. Good song. Jason Derulo. That was Luka Neo. Blue guys. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, you guys want to get on to the meat of the episode? We're going to talk about our favorite, not what is noted as top albums. It's our favorite albums of the from 2010, January 1st, 2010 to December 31st, 2019. All right. Before we go on, real quick on Jason Derulo, because he's been relevant lately. Do you guys know why? Yes. Why? Because he keeps posting photos on... On Instagram, and I, I'm pretty sure they they're getting reported because he's like in spandex, and his dick is huge. No way. <laughs> yep. He's just he's just showing it out, and they a bunch he, of girls told me that. I was like, "What?" They're like, yeah. "Have you seen Jason Derulo?" That was actually. Like, no, I don't follow him on Instagram, and I looked. I was like, "Oh my god!" Damn, good for him. It's actually like on the radio. I heard that. Believe it or not. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah. You know, if you got it, flaunt it, man. Good for you, Jason. Jason Derulo. <laughs> All right, start up, Oliver. What you got? Uh, are you, well, are we doing mixtapes too? Are we doing that, that little list? Or are we just gonna just do albums? Uh, we'll just do albums and take it from there. All I right. think so. Let's just do albums first. We'll do our top albums. See, <laughs> see how we are with time, and if we want, we can just rattle off some uh, mixtapes. Gotcha. That we feel we need the world to know that we like. So gotcha. we're going to start with our f- 
our fifth favorite album. We will get to the honorable mentions. Don't worry. Um, so who wants to start? You choose Oliver. Any you takers? Choose. Any takers? Going once. Choose four, Oliver. Going Come on. Going twice. So, okay, I'll start. So. I'm going to go in the order that I have the notes going down. So it's going to be me, Gilly, Steve, Josh, and then we'll snake it back. Okay. And uh, we will get to the album honorable mentions. Before we say our number one, we'll go over all our honorable mentions. That's a good idea. I like that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So my fifth favorite album of the decade... The only one I have from this year or last year, so it is the one and only Invasion of Privacy, Cardi B, fifth favorite album of the entire decade. Thought it'd be higher. Wow. It was my, (laughs) (laughs) well, it was arguably my favorite one last year, and uh, yeah, it's just filled with bangers. Like I said, I really I don't skip a song. I like it like that. I think maybe the only one I skip is the one with YG because that song is kind of trash. But other than that, I listen to it all the way through when I listen to it. What's your favorite song? Uh... You know, I I'm gonna go. Uh, it's gonna be a tie between um, Best Life and Get Up Ten. About picking head. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I think Get Up 10 is my favorite off that album. It's a good one. Real Meek Mill vibes. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. It's kind of like... Uh, Dreams and Nightmares. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Dream Chaser, Dream and Nightmares. Yeah, okay. Gilly, you're up. Number five. Oh, shit, I don't have it up. One second, I'm sorry. Slacker. Wait, so we're, we're holding off honorable mentions, right? Correct. Okay. We are number five. Not all time. I keep wanting to say all time. Mm-hmm. The last decade. Um. See, this is I fucking. I know, wanting to change it. I've <laughs> wanted to change it the whole episode. I think I've thought about nothing but changing. I've already changed my one three times. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh so frustrating that's why i thought right. i was safe with 10 i was like oh, i can jumble this but five uh okay i'm just gonna do it i i tried to diversify my my list a little bit because i i don't know i i listen to hip-hop primarily but at the same time i go through phases where i'm just like edm or alternative and shit like that um it's kind of on the fence about this one and i i feel like this isn't even their most like popular album of the last decade but it's definitely my favorite currents by tame impala all right, then I should be happy with that one. I, I just love that album. I just and I ripped through it as a whole too. It's one of those things like some of their other shit. Like they have another like Lona rhythm. I don't know if you guys listen to them, but like they have some good singles off that. But at the same time, through and through, just listen to one one album all the way through. That's the one. Currents is dope. Tame and Polly is dope. What's your favorite song off the album? 
think I'd probably have to go with yes, I'm changing. Okay. Or the less I know, the better. Yep. I think mine is Half-Life. Okay. Great album. Great album. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm going to stick to it. not going to overthink it. Who's next? Steve's up. All right, here we go. I've changed it 40 times, and I finally just said I'm not going to change anymore. So, number five uh, came out in 2011, I think, 2012 maybe. I listened to this album a million fucking times all the way through, and it changed the way I thought about music for a long time. And it is The Weeknd's House of Balloons. Ooh. I fucking love that album. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got to say. Okay. No, uh, nothing else? Favorite song off of it? Uh, favorite song is Glass Table Girls. There you go. House of Balloons, Glass Table Girls, Steve Scott, number there five. You go. Put it on the, you know what we should do? We should make a fucking small state big takes fucking playlist of our favorite songs of our favorite albums. That'd be kind of cool. cool. I'm down. All right. So Tame Impala starts it, and then fucking, wait, what was your favorite song again, Oliver? I had I, I had a I had a draw between two of them, so we'll have to add them both on there. All right, we'll we'll, we'll figure it out after. Okay. Yeah. The morning. That's that's the song that I always think of. Oh yeah. I in um I'll, I've tried to play it before, randomly like on my Alexa, and apparently it's like a remixed version, and it starts out every time and it goes, "Listen to this track, bitch." <laughs> and I showed dope. my family once and they didn't think it was as funny as I did <laughs> right they were like what? like what so you knew that was going to happen I was like yeah isn't that funny is that weird like, oh okay <laughs> <laughs> but yeah classic alright Josh what you got alright All right, Josh so uh, it's finally my turn and I've changed my number five three times since uh, we started this segment just so you know um, so my number five is Rolling Papers by Wiz Khalifa. Wow. Yes. I didn't see that coming. Um, Neither did I. No, I didn't think well, we were going to get a Wiz Khalifa album in here. Um, well, it's like your personal favorite and like one you listen to over and over. And when that album came out, I did nothing but listen to it. On my level was like, I don't know. It's probably, <laughs> it's probably top at least 20 maybe 15 of one of my favorite songs of all time. I don't know. I just love the beat and everything else. Black and Yellow was on there. Roll Up. Like we used to, it did have we used some to dance in the car all the time to Roll Up. Like, I don't know. It was it was a good album. It was. It really was. Wiz Khalifa had a fucking time. Yeah. So that's five for me. Fun fact about that song real quick. Roll Up. Um, our senior class advisor, <laughs> one of them was Mr. Bridgem. And he suggested for our senior like class song for prom. He's like, man, you know what? I heard a song on the radio, and I feel like it just like really resonates with your class. And he said, "Roll up," because he thought he's like, man, you just like you can just say hi to anyone. Everyone's just so friendly. You guys are such a great class. Like Mr. Bridgem, that's not what that song is referring to all the time. So how, I guess it's there's a little double meaning there. Oh my god! Completely over his head. What a legend. But, <clears throat> Shout out, Mr. Oh, so it's me. Yeah, we're snaking it. So you're number four. You're on the clock. So 
My number four is Astro World. Oh, and that's a little recency biased, but again, I still listen to it and I don't skip any songs. Oh, it's so good! It's so good! It's fantastic! I mean, and I really wasn't a Travis Scott guy at all, like before that. So I really wasn't expecting anything listening to it. But I remember I was at my desk at Optum. And I, you, at that job, you literally just do nothing. So I was just listening to music constantly. And I didn't stop listening to Astroworld the whole day. So. <laughs> hey, uh, I remember you working at that job and you said that you got caught listening to 6 9 Yes. <laughs> yes. It was blaring in my headphones. And somebody was like, uh, what are you listening to? <laughs> I'm a freaking. Uh, I'm a freaking... Dude, yeah, it was bad. I'll tell you what, 6 9 was a moment too. You oh, can't absolutely. listen to it, but that was a moment. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, a, a moment of music history. Like, like that, oh, that, was, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Rondo. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> One second. I need to edit my list. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stevie. Oh, it's me? Yeah, number four. Okay. Um. Number four. Okay, number four. <laughs> I'm sure this is probably going to be on Gilly's list, but uh, I'm going to say it first because I'm up first. Is Ke- uh, Kendrick Lamar's "To Pip a Butterfly"? Ooh, it's a, it will show up soon. Yeah. <laughs> it's an all-time all great album, in my opinion. Played the hell out of that album. It's a good one. Fucking oh, love that album so much. My oh, favorite song too. Hmm, let's see. Oh man. Let me, look at, let me look at it. There <laughs> is a right answer to this one, by the way. Uh, I, I loved Wesley's theory. Yes. It's not the yeah, answer look I'm looking for. Uh, hold on. Let me look at the fucking... Oh, man. Oh, man. These Walls. That's my favorite song. If these walls could talk. Interesting. Dude, Bly Lyle came... Dude... You know what? Kendrick Lamar doesn't get enough credit for bringing fucking Bilal out of fucking the grave site. He fucking was on Institutionalized and These Walls. Oh. Complexion was great. You ain't gotta lie. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm gonna say These Walls. I don't listen to the album enough, in all honesty. You know what I mean? Like, I it, yeah. I listened to it a shit ton when it came out. And it's the replay value is still there too. Oh yeah. See, that's an interesting one for me because before we started recording, we were talking about these lists, and it's like you want it to be something you listen to all the time. And this is one that, like, I acknowledge that is just awesome, but it's not something I listen to all the time, so I can't really have it in contention. You know what I mean? No, that's fair. Oh my god! I and by the way, my answer for that was uh, um, King Kunta. Oh my god! Yeah, well, right. I got some bad news. I fucking—it's not that bad of news. I just fucked okay. up my list. <laughs> I fucked up my list. The weekend was number six. Oh no! Jesus! Oh. So that was, to pimp a butterfly was number five then? Yeah. I thought I, I thought I oh man because I have a hard number three two one here. Oh what a dunce! What a fucking dunce! What? If whatever, I, whatever. We'll figure this out. I mean, well, yeah, it's not that hard. You you gotta go now. What's your number four? Wait, I'm sorry. No. 
What am I doing wrong? I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. Technical difficulties. <laughs> Counting to five. <laughs> Technical. All right, forget it. No, I'm good. <laughs> Never mind, forget it. No, no, no. Number four is Kendrick. Wait, what? Yep, number four is Kendrick. Number five is still the weekend. Yep. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's all a false alarm. Gosh. Nothing like a little controversy. Sorry. What's going on here? Nothing. Sorry. <clears throat> Steve being Steve. Yep, typical Steve moment. I forget it. Okay. Uh, number... Who's up next? Without any further ado, we have Mr. <laughs> Mr. Gilligan. Yes. Your number um, four album of the decade, please. Number four album of the decade? This album? This album, in all honesty, is probably up there in terms of, like... It could be the mo- my most listened to on the list, in all honesty. Um, but, it, I don't know, when you put it up against other ones, sometimes it's like, alright, you gotta respect the fact that certain albums are better than others. It's not all about the listens. But, it is 2014, Forest Hills Drive, by J. Cole, circa 2014. I just... Again, that's another album for me, top to bottom. Listen to it all the way through. No no issue there. An that's hour is gone. No hesitations on that one. No hesitation. So many good songs, too. Um, to pick one song is tough, just because I, I really feel like that's like a, a whole listen-through experience. Um, if I had to choose, I guess the, the easy ones would be... See, I like St. Tropez a lot. I, I think I'll, I'll lean towards St. Tropez. But no, I mean no role models or get off my dick, yep. or other ones that are mm-hmm. like you can't miss on it. You can't. There's yeah. no wrong answer on that one. Yeah, such a good album, but yeah. Yep, I agree wholeheartedly. And here's where we get crazy because this is something I'm gonna get ridiculed <laughs> for here. I'm gonna get ridiculed for when we post this on Twitter. When we post it everywhere, I'm gonna get shit for this, but. This was, this was just one of my my go tos when it came out. I listened to it forever. I still bump it every now and then. And this is what I was talking about. This guy is a complete whack job now. But Strange Clouds by Bob. Hey, oh. I, I actually like it. That's I did not expect that. No, it's not so at all. Random. I never talk about Bob, but I was a huge Bob guy back in high school. Cause that's I was too over. Yeah. I was too. Oh, it was, that mixtape was so good. I know. And then out of nowhere, he like when he started dropping those elemental, whatever mixtape albums, whatever. Yeah. They were, they were trash, and then he was like, "The Earth is flat," and he 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 lost me there. But he put out some banging music back in the day. So Strange Clouds cracked my list. Nice dude. I actually the appreciate that. Yeah, respect. Too, right? What? Is that the album with airplanes? No, actually. No, it's not. Adventures of B.O.B., right? Yeah, which was another great album. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, that was his prime, obviously. Um, Yeah, so there we go. That was number four, and we're snaking it. So my number three, a little more conventional, kind of boring, but can't miss, and Good Kid, Mad City. Nice. When I was doing this, it was like... Kendrick, do I do I have him on here? 
I know how good he is, but do I did I listen to him enough? And when I went through this one, I was like, yeah, I definitely listened to this one enough where it's... I loved it, and I listened to it enough that I have it on here. Backseat Freestyle, just top banger of the decade in my eyes still. That song is so hard. It, it is, and it was. I had a CD that, because at the time my car didn't have an aux cord or anything, so I just had. A, I burned a CD, and that's what I listened to to, to and from work every day. And backseat freestyle was a third song. So to and from school every day, everybody in my car got to hear my music, and boy did they hate it. But I don't <laughs> give a shit. <laughs> All my life, I want money and power. Yeah, there we have it. That was number three. Gilly is up with his number three. Well, number three has already been named. Um, it is To Pimp a Butterfly. Let's go. Again, I, I really believe, I don't know, I, I feel like I've said, I said this ages ago. I think that's the, the best, actually, yeah, I think that's the best rap album that's come out during my lifetime that I was like a part of like, of actually like releasing, you know what I mean? Like technically there are some ones in the 90s where it's like, oh, okay. I wasn't listening to it when I was three years old. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I think my top song off that might be a little little basic, but um, all right. Especially the music video for that is so cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, what, what happens to that one? That's where he's like hovering above the city and he's like on a, uh, a hang wire like the whole time. I don't think I've seen that. I don't think I've seen it. He's like going through Compton. It's a good he's one. Just like, yeah, he's just floating above the, like, the streets. It's really cool. He's still good. Pretty sure that's the, the right one. I think you're right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, that is Steve. my number three. Number Steve's number three now. Hey, I got some bad news again. I did figure out what I was trying to... Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> the weekend was number six. Sorry, number, no! number number four really was DS2 by Future. Just the, Whoa, just, wait, I thought that would be... Wait, like a... so To Pimp a Butterfly is five, then? Yes. Yes. Jesus. Yep. Forgive Listeners me. are going to have no idea what's going yeah, on Yeah, just, just forget it, but... DS2. Okay, well, we're going to catch up. To Pimp a Butterfly, Steve, is five. Four is DS2 by yes. Future. Future! Yes. Okay, and now, now, I feel better. now we're at number three. Yes, and by the way, favorite song off that is Stick Talk. And Stick I, Talk? You know, <laughs> Stick Talk, and I, and I serve the bass. Oh, my God. Oh, thought it I was fun. a drought. Oh, I love that song, too. <laughs> but, oh, my God, I serve the bass, man. He's He is sacrificing a lamb in that beat. Like, listen to that. A lamb is dying in that beat. It's like, oh, and like a fucking 81. Oh, oh, just gives me goosebumps. All right, number th- number three, though, for me? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to count this as recent- recency bias. I think it's one of the all-time great albums. And it is this year's Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib Bandana. That album is fucking incredible, and everyone should listen to it, including you, Oliver. I think you should list- give it a fucking real... Listen, I unbelievable. I, I think I tried, but sure, I'll try again. I promise you. And you know what? I just saw Billboard gave it uh, Rap Album of the Year. Yeah, well, they also wow. have like, Solange in their top ten of the decade. Yeah, there's some, I, I was looking at Pitchforks, too. Like They have like they have some whack shit. In Billboard is so biased. Yeah, Billboard's terrible. They're paid off. As the, but, yeah, but if it fits your argument, then you're okay with it, right? 
Yep, this time. Okay. Dude, Freddie Gibbs, oh my god. I swear to God. I've never seen someone like turn up that hard that late in their life. Like he's like, you know, mid thirties, whatever he is. Fucking oh my god. He's on he's on fire. Guy's fucking I, I tweeted at him, he's the best rapper alive. And I think it I love him. Freddie Gibbs. Shout out Freddie Gibbs. There Shout out Freddie Gibbs. Hope you're listening, buddy. He, he, if I ever meet him, I'll be like, yo, I have a fucking podcast out of Rhode Island. And I shut it down. <laughs> All right, Josh, what do you got for number three? Uh, my number three is Multiply by Ed Sheeran. Let's go. Yes. Uh, my favorite song off that is I'm a Mess. Say that and again for the listeners. I was a little staticky. I'm a mess. All right. My favorite song. Well, there you go. <laughs> You're a mess, bro? You okay? Yeah, that's yeah I'm good. totally a mess. Okay, but what's your favorite song? <laughs> <laughs> no, but definitely an album I could um, listen to through and through, for sure. Um, I almost put um, the collab number nine on there, actually. But, um, I don't know. I, Multiply was definitely a solid listen when it came out. All right, well, let's yeah, run it back. Up. What's number two? Oh, that's right. I'm up oh, again. Nina. Shit. That's that yeah, one, right? Nina's good, too. Yes, it is. Thinking no, Out Loud? Multiply. Thinking Out Loud is also on there. No, that really is a good album. That was a good one, yeah. Actually. Oh, Shaden just broke a touchdown for, like, fucking 60 yards. That's crazy. And she scores her first points of the season. Let's go! And the dude missed the field goal. Oh, let me so. get a dab. Let me get a dab. She's so happy. She's Hell yeah! So happy. Look at look at her. She's like smiling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I love sorry. it. Pure excitement. Sorry. Oh, I remember when Madden used to feel like that. <laughs> and she made the field goal. She's winning. Oh man, oh, let's man. go. That's awesome. All right, sorry. Um, so number two, number two for me was Good Kid, Mad City. Um, let's go. It was. I don't know. It was great. I think Josh kind of lagged out there. Yeah, I think I think Josh's internet exploded. It might have. Hopefully, I'm going to take his word for it. But uh, yeah, Good Kid, Mad City. I can relate because obviously I uh, just talked about it. So when he gets back, <laughs> we will uh, we'll pick it up from there. But uh, his face down the corner is something to see. Uh, <laughs> Steve, you're up. Number two. Numero dos. All right, number two. A hard number two. It is Kid Cuddy's Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying. Whoa. Pain and Demon Slaying. Hey, Josh is back. Hey, I didn't even know I was gone. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Where'd you go? No idea. (laughs) Well, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't, but okay. What's your favorite song? Off Good Kid, Bad City. Oh, uh, probably Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe. See, just another fucking cult classic. Um, but Backseat Freestyle, also good. Oh, yeah. I mean, Mad City was just, like, the kind of mainstream shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, like I said, it's it's kind of like a... Freestyle, probably. It's kind of like a boring one. You're like, yeah, but it it was so good, I gotta put it up there. Yeah. I feel that. Hell yeah. Gilly, numero dos. Uh, 
Okay. This this is gonna be this is a wild card. However, I genuinely I've been saying it for ages when it came out, and I was like, you know what? I I thought it deserved to be on this list, and now I have the opportunity to actually declare it as part of this list in a public go. forum. So, so look at me now. Um, this is number two of the decade. Is Justin Bieber his purpose album? Hey. Oh, so wow! Awesome. Wow! Out from left field. That Swear to God. Awesome. I, I don't even know. Again, it's like another album where it's like top to bottom. I can just tear through it and be like, man, what an album! That's funny. It was a good album. From 2015, you have like the classics where it's like the popular songs or like "What Do You Mean?" and "Sorry," but um. Actually, mark my words. I think is my favorite off that <laughs> opening song. Mark my words. They're all that I have. I'm going to be oh, straightforward. Right. I don't think I've ever sat down and listened to that album from the back. It is so good. I honestly, it's like it's weird to say, but I'm like very hyped up for the next album he drops, like a real album, because it, it's going to be dope. I bet. Hopefully, if it backs that up. But yeah. A little bit of a wild card, but I, I genuinely felt that way for a while. And people laughed at me hey, you years ago. Still holds up, who, in my opinion. Look who's laughing now. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. My number two here has already been mentioned, and it's probably another boring pick, but 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Yeah. We talked about it a little bit, and just to branch off what we talked about top to bottom – can't miss after can't miss after can't miss in my opinion obviously if I have it in this list it's my favorite of J. Cole and uh, it's hard to pick a single song so I'm not gonna I'm gonna say all of them Boo. Yeah, that's no, pretty sorry. lame. Uh, no, no. I, I mean I said a similar no, thing. No, Get Off My like, Dick really is, is probably like the, the, like, is like yeah, okay that's probably the, that's probably my favorite and before we get to our number one songs here's your opportunity to sling out any honorable mentions that were close didn't make your top five but you're like it was it was right there we already know one of steve's because he fucked up his whole list like an (laughs) asshole uh but do we have anything else that almost made the cut because i know i definitely have a few absolutely I definitely have like fourteen. Do you want to go like the same order we were doing it? Just free for all. It's gonna, it's gonna be rude. Just okay. Well, do you have any or not? I have, I have a bunch. Yeah. yeah. Then lay them out. Let's hear. Let's hear some. Rapid fire. Okay. Uh, coloring book. Chance the rapper. Blue chips two. Action Bronson. Revenge. XXX Tentacion. Hellboy. Little Peep. Earl Sweatshirt. Earl. Kid Cudi. Indicud. A tribe called Quest. We got it from here. Kanye. Uh, my beautiful dark future fantasy, Jesus, Life of Pablo, Future Hendrix, The Wizard, Young Thug, Jeffrey, 1975, uh, A Brief Inquiry, blah, 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 Frank Ocean, Channel Orange and Blonde, Tyler Creators, All Albums, uh, Little Uzi Vert, Love of Drip, Rage 2. Yep. <laughs> Wait, who was All Albums? I was... I was... <laughs> Tyler, the creator, All Albums. <laughs> I was going to say that for Kanye. <laughs> Mostly Cherry Bomb, though. I love that. And Wolf. Um... Mac Miller's Faces in Swimming, Danny Brown's Triple X, Travis Scott's Astroworld, and Dr. Dre's Compton. Compton! 
Compton, Compton. No, Compton was good. Man. Was. Totally forgot about that one. That one slipped through. Well, there you go. I'm, yeah, that, shout out to that. I'll just not add it during mine. That's tough uh, Tough to follow, but who wants to follow that? I will. I got 14 of them, so I'll just rattle them off. Okay. <laughs> so, just so you guys were aware, the five, or was it, it was actually like five. But the couple that I rotated at my five slot were Long Live Aesop, Aesop Rocky, uh, Forest Hills Drive, uh, and Watch the Throne. Oh, and Damn. So all of those were kind of up there pretty high. Anyway, the rest of them, uh, Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites, Skrillex, Pure nice. Heroin, Lord, uh, Question Mark, XXX, um, all of the Kanye albums. So I'll skip all those. <laughs> um, especially um, fucking Dark Twisted Fantasy uh, Take Care uh, Rolling Paper oh no Rolling Papers see that's it was still in that bottom half I didn't even take it out um, let's see Sincerely Tokyo Me in Tokyo uh, nice. Dave, Taylor Swift uh, Reputation uh, and Red uh, and Joy Time Marshmallow wow yeah. Hmm. I'm speechless. It's a lot of music. I'll, I'll just name the ones that haven't been named because I have like the, I have Kanye, a few others, a couple Drake albums, Take Care especially. Um, and actually, these are only my albums. I didn't really include my honorable mention mixtapes. Um, Young Thug, Jeffrey, and Beautiful Thugger Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Life of Pablo. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Heim, these are gone. No, oh, I had <laughs> that. I had that in like the lesser half. Yeah, yeah. I had, like, I had thirty total. So Arctic monkeys. <laughs> nice. Um. Oh, and then um, Stolen Mountain slash uh, Kawhi by Childish Gambino. Ooh, good one. And then, and then one that we, I mean, we might get to it afterwards. Um, but this, realistically, this might be. I don't know. I, I left it off. I just did albums here. Wait, are we doing both? No. I don't think so. Okay. All right, everyone, then. I will not make, name a mixtape. Yeah, that's Well, you can then. name it now, because we're, oh. probably, we're we're not really going to go over them. Oh, well, I had Long Live ASAP as well. Then I had Chance's Shit, Acid Rap, yeah. um, uh, Trilogy by The Weeknd. Nice. Um, Long Live ASAP, I already said that. Um, what a Time to Be Alive and Kids. Kids, nice. Yeah, that was a good yeah. one. Um, my honorable mentions did not make the list, but were close. Um, the only one I had that was already mentioned was To Pimp a Butterfly. Uh, outside of that, uh, my honorable mentions include Tattoo and Youth, Lupe, um, 508 by Jordan Lucas, Raw, Hobson, Baby on Baby, Kirk, The Baby. Ooh, Ooh actually, yeah, that's a good one, wow. too. I, I had... Kirk was actually Kirk and Baby on Baby were both like could be five. I like them that much. Uh, Under wow. Pressure, Camp by Oh Camp. Camp. Damn that. Damn. That was a good one. A big slip. Didn't up. think of that. That's yep. a big slip up. Uh, 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 the first time everybody heard Bonfire, we were all just like, "What?" It's true. That was just awesome song. Oh great God. album all around too. Um, all of Lost, Joe Budden, Food and Liquor 2, and uh, Zoo by Russ. Wow. 
Yeah. I might have fucked up. <laughs> Dude, camp. I listen to camp <clears throat> so much. Yeah, I still throw it on every it. now and then. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man, that's, that's fucked. It's fucked. But with all that said, and all that out of the way, all that in the past, we are now, we have four left to say, to speak on. Each of our favorite albums of the decade. Oh my god, yep. We're going to go in the order we started with. We're bringing back the snake from head to tail. Does anybody want to take a stab at what my favorite album of the decade was? John Connor. He doesn't have an album. <laughs> uh, he has one album, but it was I want to great. take a stab. Stab stab me. Relapse. Relapse was 2008, I think. Damn. It was Eminem, though, wasn't it? It's going to be like Kamikaze, I bet. No, and that should have been honorable mention, but it is Eminem, and it is Recovery. <laughs> <laughs> All right! Wow. See? Uh, Damn it. <laughs> I listened literally to this album for like three straight years. It was kind of sick. And I don't think many people liked it, but I don't care. I'm sticking to my guns. Recovery was pretty good, actually. I loved it. Listened to it the other day, and I was like, yep, this, this just confirmed my suspicion that it's my number one. There you have it. It's set in stone. My favorite album of the decade. None other than Eminem and Recovery. Very cool. Take it to the bank. Signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. There you go. Someone got it. Okay. Gilly. Okay. Um. So, let's cut to the chase. My number one of the decade... It's going to be Channel Orange, Frank Ocean. All right. Wow. Nice. So good. And again, I don't even know. I feel like I didn't even like really make a conscious effort to do so, but I feel like my whole list is just like all album like listen throughs. Like that's another one where I, when I think of, I like to listen to the album as, as an entity. Um, so it's tough to pick a single song. However, I mean, Think About You is up there because that's and that's like the typical song. Yeah, that's thinks a classic. Um, but. Sweet Life is also, I think that's the other one that I would, I just vibe to that song. But yeah, that's my number one. Awesome. And Steve and O. Scott, although we already know this because we kind of spoiled it, we're going to act surprised here. So Steve, what is your <laughs> yes, you number guys, one album? You guys guessed it already. It is D'Angelo and the Vanguard's Black Messiah. That is the greatest album, my favorite album ever. Uh, came out Wait, in... ever? Like, including your life? My life, yep. Wow, not even uh, just a decade? No, yeah, it, it transcends. It's it's my favorite. Wow. Uh, it's right up there with uh, Songs in the Key of Life by Stevie Wonder, which is my, it's like 1A, 1B. But, uh, yeah, honest to God, Black Messiah. It came out at a time where I really needed to come out. I was in, uh, and I never thought it would. I was a very big um, D'Angelo fan. And I had given up that he'd ever put out any music, and I was going through a very tough breakup at the time. And out comes D'Angelo's album. I could not fucking even. It was like, it was the craziest thing. And I've listened to it a bazillion times. Wow, he had a 14-year hiatus. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, from Voodoo <laughs> to to uh, Black Messiah. It's I, I swear to God, I have it on uh, on vinyl. I have wow. it on CD. I, I've. It just my favorite album ever. I have like three copies of it. 
I love it. I think everybody should listen to it too. I think it's that good. It's fucking unbelievable. And I think that my favorite song is probably probably it's called Really Love. And then I also like fucking uh It Ain't That Easy. That's my two favorite songs. And th- and a thousand deaths. I don't know anything about D'Angelo. Actually. Yeah, I, I'm not going to pretend to, so... Dude, shout out, <laughs> but I'm happy shout out Pomani Jones, who fucking blocked me on Twitter because I uh, professed my fandom of D'Angelo. He, he wow. blocked me, too, on my old account. What the fuck? I just... <laughs> I was, like, with you in, like, you know, <laughs> kind of bashing the guy on yeah. D'Angelo hatred, and he just was like, yeah, see you later. <laughs> my sister my sister got blocked for defending me that's crazy <laughs> she's like can you put she asked him to unblock me and he instead and blocked her too wow <laughs> that's what it was that'll do it <laughs> and last but not least we have Josh uh mine I think was mentioned in honorable mention can anybody guess it ooh Oh, it's not one of the ones I mentioned. Oh, is it? Yes, it actually was. Ooh. Under pressure, logic. Yes. Oh, no way. Yeah. Yes, logic's under pressure is my Ooh, favorite album. So good. Also has my favorite song of all time. All is time. All time. All. Can I time. guess? Yes. Gang related. No. Fuck. Really? Really. Are you sure? I am for sure. This is this song was the reason why, like, I don't even know. It, it just changed my viewpoint is, on Logic forever. Was it Nikki? Yes. Yeah, that one song is so. Nikki is my favorite song ever. It is literally like an explanation of a guy who realizes he has a problem, thinks that his problem is the only thing that he has in his life, and considers it a friend. Like it's just like a, a complete story. Of him and like smoking and how bad it was for him. He understood that but couldn't get rid of it. And just like the struggle of how hard it is to like stop smoking and like what it does to your life and the people that you lose. Like it's just a full like, ah, oh, it is my favorite song. Just complete understanding. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, I, I love that. I love that album. I love that song. You're not going to find pressure. any complaints from me. It's a dope one. Wow. <laughs> so there we have it. We have our favorite albums of the top five favorite albums of the decade. Just to recap, I'm going to read them back to you guys in reverse order. So we're going to start with Josh. At five, he has Rolling Papers by Wiz Khalifa. At four, he has Astroworld by Travis Scott. At three, he has Multiply by Ed Sheeran. At two, he has Good Kid Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. And you just heard it here. Number one, Under Pressure. Hashtag Nikki. Hashtag Logic. (laughs) Going next, we have Steve Scott. What do you got? He's got number five, Two Pimp a Butterfly. Remember, it's Two Pimp a Butterfly. (laughs) Number four, DS2, Future. <laughs> Number three, we have Bandana. Love it. Number two, 
we have Passion Pain and Demon Slayin' by none other than Kid Cudi. Number one, we have Black Messiah by the legend himself, D'Angelo. Love it. Next up, we've got Sir Gilligan. At number five, he's got Currents. At number four, 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Number three, previously mentioned, Two Pimp a Butterfly. Number two, we have Purpose, the only by the one and only Justin Bieber. And uh, number one, we have Channel Orange by Frankie Ocean and Potatoes. The potato flew around. Just an ultimate classic. And myself here, at number five, I have Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B, followed by the Flat Earther B.O.B. At number four, we have Strange Clouds. And then we get a little boring here at three and two. We have Good Kid Mad City by Kendrick Lamar at number three. 2014 Forest Hill Drives by Jay Cole at number two. And number one, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world is Recovery. There you have it. Those are the favorite albums of the decade. Wow. We've done it. How do we feel? Feel good. Now, we're only probably about an hour in, so if you guys want to sling out some of your favorite mixtapes in no order, just bunch them all together. I know, Gilly, you kind of mentioned some, and we got time. So if you have any other, you know, if you made your list for your for your mixtapes and you want to get something off your chest, I think now is the time to do so. Young yeah, Sinatra. I do have a list, actually. Yeah? Number mm-hmm. one, Josh? Yep. Yep. That's how I discovered Logic, and I love it. Uh, yeah, I, I could tell that was eating you up inside. You had to, you had to let it out. No. That was it for me. I'm not a mixtape type guy. Steve, you got any? I know you've probably got like 33 here you want to bang out. Oh, uh, no. Just, uh, no, I mentioned them all. Um, number one for me was, was, uh, House of Balloons. Then I liked, uh, Coloring Book, obviously, and Acid Rap, but I, I heard Acid Rap late, so I can't I did, claim it. I heard it late too, but I still liked it enough to put it, to put it up there personally. Yeah. It, it really was good. Blue um, Chips 2, yeah. also. Oh, yeah, you did mention that one. Um, um, Lil Peep, Hellboy, and Come Over When You're Sober. A confession. Never listened to Acid Rap. It's really good. Oh. It's never, really, ever? really good. Never. Never. I like I it a lot. I listened to it totally by chance. I think I listened... No pun intended. Um... <laughs> but I listened to like a random like um, collaboration of like it was like uh, I think it was college rap or something stupid. I was like, you know what? Yeah, sure. Let me listen to this. And all of a sudden, <laughs> that's it was kind, I that's forget when what it was big. Was. Yeah, well, it, like it. I don't even know. I'm not sure when it came out. 2013, probably. Yeah, uh, it must have been a sophomore in college. Yeah, yeah I was 14. in college too. Yeah, 14, I think. But it was like totally by happenstance. It wasn't like, oh, who's this Chance the Rapper guy? It was just like one song. And I was like, ooh, I kind of like that. Let me listen to this. It is funny how different, I don't know, over time, you, you learn about different artists and different albums and shit like that. Mm. So just a few I want to get off my chest here. 
that have the ones. These are just the ones that have not been mentioned. Um, Bobby Tarantino two was awesome. Uh, Astrap was mentioned. More about nothing. We talked about that before we started recording, but that was my first. That was my basically introduction to Wale, and I loved it so much, especially because I'm a big Seinfeld guy too. So it was just awesome. Also, I should have mentioned the album about, about nothing too, because I did like that one a lot as well. Honorable mention albums, album about nothing. There you go. Too late. No. Oh, actually, <laughs> buzzer beater. Actually, one just came to my head, and I lied. Young Sinatra is not my favorite mixtape of all time. <gasps> it is a kid named Cuddy. Wow. Oh yeah. A kid named Cuddy is def- definitely a banger, and I listen to it all the time. Still. And um, a couple other kind of, I, I don't know if you guys have ever, it's not, it's it's an EP, so I put it under mixtapes, but Slow Motion EP by Jaron Benton, it's only got like seven songs, and they all hit for me, they're so good. You guys don't care, whatever, moving on. And my number one mixtape ever, and... If we were doing mixtapes and albums, this might be my favorite of the decade. And this is where I bring up John Connor because the People's Rapper LP was all I listened to for a very long time. I never listened to it. That's fine. You know, I'm not saying you have to. I'm not going to force it upon you. But there just you go. Force me to do it. Just force me to. I'll do it. Fine. Fine. Do you have a hard bargain? How about John Hope? How do you feel about him? Who's that? He's, I thought he was a guy. See, it's John Hope and John Connor, I thought. Uh, sure. I had never heard of him. Damn. All right, good talk. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Okay, there you have it. That's our music episode to wrap up the decade. Now, I have a question. Next week is the week of Christmas. Are you guys going to be able to record Monday night on the 23rd? Tentatively, uh, yes. Yes. Nobody's, yes. never know. Nobody's got any Christmas festivities going on that night? I don't think so. Not that I know of. Okay. Unless Santa comes early. Unless Santa comes early. Yeah, and coming. we're going to keep our our decade theme going. And we have some cool top five. We have a couple top fives we're going to get to next week which will be cool and sticking with the favorites theme that I think is going to be a lot of fun and I'm excited too I've already started my list so we'll leave that one out there Uh, while we won't tell you what it is we will tell you that it's got to do we're going to bring it back to sports (coughs) and it's going to get it's going to get weird it's going to get real weird may even get awkward too Probably will get awkward. Like it's starting to get awkward right now. Oliver, you're kind of cute. Also coming up <laughs> <laughs> this week. Has I don't know has, how <laughs> we haven't mentioned it yet, but uh, we have we have a small state big takes um, finals in fantasy football. Let's go! Yeah, we're both Gilly, you and I. Yeah. Both chasing after our first fantasy football title in the Ultimate League. That's true. <gasps> so one of us will get it. Crown. Wow. Big money. 
any any you know anything you want to get out of the way? Any last words from either of you guys? I wish you luck. I uh, really I'm Andrew just... Luck. Andrew Luck's luck. Hope you retire quickly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I uh, I hope Cat doesn't hate me for for beating her last week. But um, it's foregone. <laughs> too little, too late at this point, maybe. But um, but yeah, I look forward to trying to 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 crush the uh, the Martell household on back to back Sundays. Oh, <laughs> rip! So this is the eighth year of this league. I'm looking at the standings, the history right now. This is year eight, believe it or not. Yep. I've been the runner up in the first three three times out of the in the first seven years. It's been around more than that. That's just when you joined it, I think, right? I, yeah. Oh, pa- what oh year wait, start? Showall. Uh, I'm not sure. I have up until 2012 on my on my page right now. Yeah, it may be right, actually. It's, is it? Was Hayden in it? Yeah, Hayden, uh, Jake Wainwright was. Yep. As the purple... Purple, the purple ballers. ballers. Yeah. He, okay, maybe that is the first year then. Okay, never mind. He won. And... Yep, he did. Yeah, he's the first year. Yep. Yeah, I thought so. Pags was in this league Wait, too. Who was this? Rip. <laughs> oh, this was Steve, I think. Oh, I can't look at that. I was yeah, sure it in my for racist. Racism. I know. Yeah, you came it in was? third. <laughs> NFL Europe, bad. I remember that team name. This yeah, is real, we only had ten people. And then we expanded to twelve. There was a time where sure. I had the uh I had the schedule messed up where there, like people had bye weeks and shit. I remember that. That was that was this year, the second year, because we added two people, so the schedules got all fucked up. Right. My my league manager post was, "Thank you for sticking with me. Next year it'll be better." <laughs> <laughs> and then it worked out. Wait, I think David Champlin was in this league at one point. Yeah, he was. I remember this team name. I'm a cheap bastard, David Champlin. There you go. He went right. one in thirteen. That's why. That's why I didn't bring him back because he didn't pay. Ah. Well, anyways, I wanted to too. I like the kid. I've ca- I, I've came in second place uh, three times already. I don't want to be the Buffalo Bills of this league, so I really, really want to win it. Just throwing that out there. All right. Especially because this is the first year I haven't had Gronk since oh my God. God knows how long. First year without AB in a while. Yeah. Fun fact. Free um, boy. I don't know how I'm here because I kept David Johnson, who hasn't done anything since like week four. I drafted Antonio like Brown. I drafted Antonio <laughs> Brown with my third round draft pick. So right there, my first two picks have just gone out the window. Well, two out of three picks. Luckily, I have McCaffrey. I hit on Russell Wilson. Austin Eckler's been dope. But it's just funny how you think the draft matters so so much in football. But here I am. We grinded our way here. Evan Ingram hasn't played since week ten. You have him. Yeah. Damn. He hasn't done shit. Yeah, he's a joker. Yeah. I, I had him in a couple weeks. I mean, while you're having a pity potter, part, ugh, pot party, <laughs> yeah. you can't even fucking um, T.Y. Hillen hasn't done jack. My quarterback, Baker Mayfield, betrayed me. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Kyler Murray for, for making what was probably a dumb decision, a Good decision to draft back-to-back quarterbacks. They usually don't tell you to do that in the uh, in the, the draft magazines. <laughs> Shout out to DK Metcalf for actually being good. That was a reach, and he's been good for me. 
Do you guys know who's who's your keeper's going to be next year? Do you have an idea? I mean, personally, obviously, I'm going to keep McCaffrey, but after that, I don't know. I don't think I have another one, which is crazy. Sometimes it's better that way anyway. I mean, if if Melvin Gordon leaves the Chargers, I'll probably talk myself into keeping Eckler. Yeah, I bet you Melvin does, too. I've been year-to-year for so long with keepers, where it's like A, B, and then I'll just like maybe keep LaShawn McCoy, but a bunch of times I would let him go back but just draft him, because I was like, all right, I figure I can get him back. This year could be interesting. Aaron Jones probably in the mix. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think he is a keeper-worthy guy. Yeah, Travis Kelsey worth considering at least. I I don't know if I would. But... Some people have some interesting keeper options, like um, even you, Steve. Uh, not so much anymore after trading Jacobs. I mean, Hopkins. Is I mean, Hopkins. Slouch. Yeah, Hopkins. Yeah, Hopkins and Thomas. You could be like Albiani, which is like Julio and OBJ. Yeah, but you're gonna let Zeke go. Yeah, yeah that's no, a thing. No. You can't. Never. How's your team name not just like the fucking Buckeyes? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna change it to that. It's, it's 21 stacks right now because in a future song, he says, "I've got, I made 21 million. I got Ezekiel stacks." In the song "Rent Money," you should listen to it. Yeah, I'll get right on it. <laughs> the album did not make the cut for my decade list either. Yeah. Okay. yeah. What was that? Was that the Future album or the Hendrix? Future. Future. Okay. Yeah, the first the first song off that one. All right. Do we have any finishing takes here as we we wrap up? Finishing takes. I have 15 kills right now in a in a COD game. That's just unbelievable. Wow. I can't believe it. But Steve it's true. playing Xbox while recording. What a shocker. True. Highest kill total I think I've ever had in my life. Anything we need to get off our chest? I'm or... excited for next week's. Me too. Next week is going to get lit. Those are going to be cool. Stay tuned, folks. We could even we could even tweet out our individual list from the podcast account too, in terms of music, if you want. Oh, maybe blank hey, blank the number one out. Let, let Ooh, me. Would that be cool? Let me, people listen. Let me, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got it covered. Just keep keep be on the lookout for um, a tweet tomorrow from from our account. It's it's cool. Ooh, I can't wait. It's a cool tweet. Post it on Facebook keep... too. Stay tuned for a cool tweet coming Stay to tuned. a Twitter feed near you. Cool tweet, baby. All right. Hashtag keep Mookie in Boston, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. We haven't said thank Show you to the Dave Chaplin. haven't said thank you to the listeners in a while. But thank you for listening. Thank you for listening for whatever reason thank you do. You. We appreciate it. Shout out Jake Ruthier, damn. Started as just us talking about Dust Pedroia, and it's evolved into a year and a half of bantering with each other about nonsense and we still get pretty consistent listens every week week in one out week in week out for whatever reason if nobody listened we wouldn't do it so keep listening we'll keep doing it that's all i got threat if nobody listened we wouldn't do it so you know what i mean yeah (laughs) fact so you are the blood you are the blood that keeps this podcast body from pumping damn straight it's like larger than life by Backstreet Boys. All of your time spent keeps us alive. Oliver, why don't you join in? Come on. I was hoping you'd... Nope, I'm out. Peace out, Girl right. Scouts. Peace out.
Later.